Welcome back, guys, to the From the Stands podcast with your hosts, Alec Wojak and Alex Rodriguez. It's been a minute again. That's our bad. Alex decided to go to Italy and abandon his duties as my uh, my co-host. So yes, uh, we just uh, we've just been on Twitter this entire time. That's where I live. I have nothing else to do with my boring, boring life. So here we are yet again uh, with another U.S national team uh games coming up it's pretty exciting the team i actually like for once only one mls player in there and that's what i love that's what you love to see you love to see uh, only one mls guy that's a, that's a pretty rare statement honestly uh you saying you actually like the squad that's pretty rare yeah it's actually crazy it's actually crazy and but i'm very excited to go over this this entire team with you today because I, I actually am excited. I get it's only Granada and El Salvador coming up. It's El Salvador, right? I didn't get that wrong. Pretty sure I got that right. It okay. is El Salvador, yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Didn't want to get it mixed up with any other country because that would be <laughs> bad. But anyway, um, yeah, first off, a lot of names that I am very excited. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? What are you laughing for? No, you're just a funny guy. You're just a funny guy. I am a funny guy. I bring light to this very... No, but uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm I I really like this squad, just like you. Go ahead, get us started. Yeah, so pretty much this entire squad is pretty interesting. I like it. Um, a few people that I'm really excited to see are Ricardo Pepe, who got sold out of the World Cup, got absolutely just <laughs> you know screwed over by Greg Berhalter. Um. Who yep. else? Daryl DK, excited to see him back. Taylor Booth, I know me and you are pretty excited yes, by him. Taylor, Taylor Booth. Booth, I'm so excited to see Taylor Booth in the national team set up. Oh the man, he's been popping off with Utrecht. Yes, and the fans over in the Eredivisie love him. Uh, I can't wait to watch him play. He has to start against Granada. There's no way. I feel yeah. like there's there's too many players that are in this squad that were made for this Nations League qualify cycle exactly um, i just so, feel like uh, th- this this is a very big opportunity for a lot of these players but yeah go, go ahead continue yeah i'm very excited for this as well uh alan senora of course i really am a big fan of him uh, i think it's kind of growing on you he's now at juarez in in mexico interesting enough i was kind of disappointed that he didn't come to the mls well, and Particularly FC Dallas, but you know, you know what we uh, we live, we uh, move on. You know? I, I I think I th- I don't think Senora really put in like the best performance um, in the in the other friendlies we had. I think that's why he's getting a call up again, um, just to actually hopefully show out again. I mean, this who knows if he's gonna have more opportunities, especially when we get into big bigger tournaments. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see him back in the in the squad because I feel like he's he's genuinely a good player, and to to see him with the likes of perhaps McKenney and um, Luka Del Torre, that could be pretty good, pretty strong, especially maybe even Musa. So, uh, yeah, a lot of other names too. Uh, notably, Austin is that how you say his name? Austin Trusty. A-U-S-T-O-N. Yes, Austin Trusty. Yeah. I'm going to make sure because, you know, I've butchered so many names on this podcast before. I don't even want He has not, <laughs> not had a single cap for the U.S. This is his first time getting uh, called up, I believe. Uh, I'm very interested. He plays for Birmingham City in the championship in England. He's been doing very well there. I'm excited yes. to see him there. Uh, just another, another defender to add into that uh, not really amazing depth chart. 
in terms of uh, defense, uh, especially outside no, backs. Not at all. Uh, so I'm excited to see that Johnny Cordoza. I'm interested to see him. We don't know. I don't, I honestly don't know a ton about him. I um, I don't know either. I mean, I feel like every time I've seen him play, I've never been fully like satisfied in his performance. Oh, you you watch um, the Brazilian? You watch the Brazilian league? No, he has he has four caps with the national team. I feel like every time I watched him play, I've never been like, oh, this guy's amazing. Well, um, it's just never clicked. So, so I but. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, I think with these players being mixed in with a lot of our first-team players is actually going to be really good to see what they can bring to the table. Yeah, uh, Johnny Cordoza, he's only 21. Uh, he had his first, like, little uh, camp with the United States back when they played uh, Wales in Panama back in 2020, if anybody remembers that, when we first got to see the group of players that we know now, like Gio Reyna and all those other guys, like, coming into the into the mix along with uh you know obviously led by Pulisic like that's when the like the whole staple of the United States national team was kind of in force like the the future is bright type thing that's when we first saw it um yeah Joe Scally's in there Miles Robinson is back he's had a pretty solid start with Atlanta United I would say so far I'm excited yeah. to see him back because I, I actually rate him I do like Miles Robinson even though he plays in the MLS, I don't care. I still think he's pretty He's pretty decent. Uh, surprised that uh, What's-His-Face is not in there. Thor. Surprised Thor is not in there, you know. Good old Walker Zimmerman. <laughs> he's, not in, he's not in the mix. Yeah. He's not in the mix this, this time around. Uh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, look. Uh, yeah, go on. No, I mean, I was going to say, I think it was, it's really good to see Mark McKenzie in there as well. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, Tim Ream is in there, but at the same time, uh, I really like the idea of mixing these team, mixing this team um, with players who don't have as many caps, but um, could be uh, just just getting a little trial in between with a lot of the first team players, see how well they connect and see what they can produce. Uh, another interesting name that I what well, that I was kind of shocked by when I saw it, Brian Reynolds. He is making his return. After kind of just been underwhelming that, for the yeah. past year or so, um, not really. Uh, yeah, much. haven't heard much about him. Uh, not there's not much. Uh, well, the only thing that I've kind of no, that's not him. I take it back. I was thinking about another guy. Uh, I don't <laughs> know. Brian Reynolds just hasn't been uh, a player that has really put himself forward, and everyone's like, "Oh, we need to call him back or whatever." He just hasn't been in that mix. But apparently, uh, Anthony Hudson has seen something. Uh, I guess when he took his little trip over to Europe, but I don't know. I'm excited to see Brian Reynolds. I like Brian Reynolds. Don't get me wrong. The whole stint at Roma, not going, not going so yeah, well. Yeah, it did him. not go well. Uh, also, his manager is Jose Mourinho. So, what are you gonna, what are you gonna really do about <laughs> it? Uh, no, really, other shocks besides those. Uh, Ethan Horvath is in there. Really, really. Zach Stefan. There's one more. I thought I. No, there's one more. I thought you'd mention one more. Uh, actually, well, actually two. I mean, Alex and Dejas. Uh, I haven't really been excited about him recently. Um, but Georgi Mihalovic. I'm uh, well, super curious to see how well. Go yeah. ahead. Well, the reason I didn't say anything is because he was a replacement, so I kind of honestly forgot. But yeah, I'm <laughs> excited to see him. Uh, I don't think he really got his fair, his fair shot with the national team so far. Um, well, I mean, I think that's why now I'm excited to watch him play, see how well he's progressed since going to the Eredivisie. 
yeah, I, I'm excited to see him. So, I mean, hopefully, I, I'm sure we'll see. Um, I don't know. I feel like we're going to play our less strong uh, team yeah, against are. Granada. Um, I mean, if Jesus Ferreira can score four goals against them, anybody can. Uh, but I really do expect us to, you know, actually put forth a pretty strong lineup uh, against El Salvador, which is going to be at home in Orlando. And speaking of Orlando, you know who's in <laughs> yep. Orlando right now? Who's in Orlando? Who's in Orlando? Oh, you know who's in Orlando right now. I want <laughs> Fuller, you to say it. Fuller and Balagoon. Oh, man. So, so excited. He's going to be in attendance to watch... Uh, the national team play against El Salvador at home, Exploria Stadium. Oh, it's like I, I think this is an exciting time uh, to have and hopefully pull a dual nat from England. I this think that big. is this will be absolutely I, massive. That you know is what? so important. You know what? People on Twitter, like English, English Twitter, wants to play it down. They're gonna be like, oh, we don't really need him. Shut up. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. No, you know, there's an no exciting prospect, an exciting prospect who play who's on loan from Arsenal, who will probably be in the Arsenal team come next season once he returns from loan. But he's tearing it up in France right now. Before this like past like couple of match days, he was top scorer in Liga ahead of Mbappe, Messi, all of those guys. He's been ahead of them. So, yeah, this will be an absolute st- deal from yeah United States no it, it's over the line it's amazing and i think um it's it's difficult because now we don't really have the staff to i guess fully convince them um i think what we mostly have is just the context of Yunus musa and whoever was in that youth national team setup uh when matt turner Balagoon was playing you saw so matt turner, oh yeah and matt, yeah, and matt turner so, so i feel like that's really we're counting on the players, but I think our, our I trust our players enough to really convince him to come. And if he's already in Orlando, he's he's got interest, yeah. especially when uh, England is already almost downplaying him as well in their own setup. So before we like keep like diving into the upcoming games for all for those who don't know, the whole thing with this player is he was born in New York. OK, so automatically makes him uh, able to play for the United States. He has been at Arsenal his entire career. He was on loan at Millsborough, and now he's at Rams. If I, I don't know how to say that name. Is that how you say it? Rams? I think so. I, nah, it's fine. It's, it's French. France. Who, who knows? Anyway. You say who okay. Anyway. Uh, so, yes. He has been at Arsenal his entire career. He's only played with England besides the, uh, the under-18s, USA. I uh, played four games for them, scored two goals. But he's been on the us's radar for a while obviously he this is his breakout season where everyone's like oh my gosh he, this guy's actually good he's only 21 only 21 only so, 21 and he's already becoming top goal scoring league on exactly and those of you who want to say call a far uh, at a farmer's league he's going ahead of the people at psg just keep no, he, he's he's going ahead of he also people scored who against are, PSG. He also no, scored they, against PSG. These guys are World Cup winners, Mbappe yeah. and, and Messi. Like these guys are World Cup winners. Like at, at the age of twenty one, putting putting better stats forward, producing goals in the same league. I uh, just with probably a team that doesn't give uh, the same amount of service. I just feel like how the, how can we skip out on a guy like this? Uh, if we can pull it from England, that's uh, that's that's a real statement. Yeah, screw England. Anyway, but so the whole thing is uh, they're really 
nervous moment for the national team fans because after this whole breakout thing, this is the first international window since the World Cup. And obviously he didn't get picked for the World Cup for either side. But anyway, a lot of us were kind of expecting, okay, maybe England's going to bring him in, try to cap tie him so he can't, you know, play for us ever and he can only play for England. England omits him, doesn't bring him to the squad, just doesn't at all. He posts on his Instagram story, says, go where you're wanted or something on the lines of that. He then gets gets called up for the under-21s, I believe. I think so, yeah. It was the under-21s, yeah. He gets called up for the England under-21s. He leaves the team with an injury. Yeah, quote-unquote injury, quote-unquote injury. I'm making quote-unquote signs in the little camera right here for those, (laughs) you you know, because you can't see, you're listening to my voice. But anyway, he omits it. And then he posts a picture on his Instagram, which fans found out he's in Orlando. You know where Orlando is? It's in Florida. You know who else is in Orlando, Florida? The United States national team training before they go to Granada. What? This is crazy. Who would have thought? So, you sound anyway. so sarcastic. <laughs> but anyway... So, man's in, man's in Orlando. He went to the Orlando Magic game tonight, which is crazy because Orlando Magic is terrible, terrible yep. NBA team. But they won. So they're putting on a good fr- – you know, thank you, Orlando Magic. You guys did us, did us a service. They did something. Reportedly, he will be in attendance. He'll be in attendance on Monday at Exploria Stadium in Orlando to watch the U.S. play El Salvador. Hopefully that's the big announcement where he's like, dang, this is sick. Um, so he's already had talks, according to ESPN. He's already had ta- talks with the United States national team uh, about that. And that is confirmed by Anthony Hudson himself. So this will be an absolute massive steal for us if we're able to put it across the line. Okay. Um, first question, though. If yeah. he captives ca- with the U.S., is he starting? Uh, I think so because – well. Okay, this is what I say. If DK can continue kind of the run of form that he has, because I'm – so I'll say this. Pepe is our most informed striker at the moment. Okay? He okay. plays in Holland, though. Holland, to be fair, is not the most competitive league. We can. I think both – you and I can both say that the English Championship is a way better well, it's league. Well, it's not a top five league right now, right? What? Holland? I don't believe no, so. yeah, Holland is in a top. Yeah, Eredivisie is in a top five league right now in Europe. Okay, but, but let's think about this. Okay, well, Pepe, of course, has been producing. DK has been producing. Um, what other striker do we have? Jesus Ferrer, ah. um, Haji Wright. Ah. So look, these are the three that I see in our little in our little thing. Okay. Is DK Hagun and Pepe? I think Pepe, it's really yeah. a thing between Pepe. Or not Pepe. DK. Pepe's trying to take DK's spot. DK and Balgon are going to try to take each other's spot. So do I think he's going to be starting right away? No. It just depends I, I, on. I feel like Pepe's over DK right now. Um, I think so. That's, yeah, that's, that's how I feel right now. Yeah. I, I feel in like Pepe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in terms I of form, um, I think Pepe's at the top. I think Daryl DK is going to get his chance just because was uh like the performing in the championship is just harder like the yeah. championship is just a harder league just because of the nature of it um 
But that that I mean that's that's kind of my question though is it I think Balagoon immediately gets into the starting eleven with that team um, based off our struggles in the World Cup. No one proved themselves in the World Cup to show that the number nine position is on lock. This is a free game right now to whoever can still seal it. I think if he gets a call up, he can definitely make that his, and that's what makes this an exciting time because no one still is yet to make that theirs. To be fair to Pepe, I think we all can agree he should have went to the World Cup and should have had an opportunity to play in in, in a World Cup match. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he gets his chance again, um, if he plays both matches and he scores, he's really in the running. I think Bullagoon is an immediate starter, which is why it's super important why we need to lock him. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. I'll agree with you on that. But I think the first and obvious priority from the national team standpoint is secure his signature, secure him for the future. And, you know, I think he feels welcomed by the national team fans. Just go on any, any social media page he has or anything that, like, has his name. Everybody wants him. I, I, I think... Bro, okay, so let's say you're you're part of the national team staff. What do you say to convince him to join the U.S.? I feel like the only thing you can say is we want you, right? Uh, and we quote unquote have an exciting future, but bro, we didn't even make the quarterfinals. So I don't I know. Like I don't that, know what you say. I mean, we could say it all from a fan standpoint and be like, "Look, you're gonna play. Like, you're going to play for us." Okay, and like. We know you have the qualities to produce. England doesn't see that, but we do. We see that. England doesn't want to call you up. Yeah. Gareth Southgate calls up who he wants to call up. He doesn't care about form. He called up Calvin Phillips. If those of you don't know, he's played nothing this season. Less than 100 minutes of game time this entire season. And, but he gets called up to the national team. Yeah. Like it just kind of shows kind of what Gareth the Southgate's like entire uh like just whole thing is. Uh he doesn't call up those who deserve to be called up. Yeah. I guess it works so, I guess it works for him. They beat so, Italy today. So. Okay, so uh, so our perspective is to say, look, you're gonna play for us and you're gonna be our number one striker, essentially. Right? Uh, so. and you're you're gonna get minutes. Uh, and and the fans are quote unquote gonna love you. I feel like that's I feel like that's all we really have to offer as a national team, and really just be like, oh yeah, we're hosting the next World Cup. By the way, you might be there. So. I don't. Know. It's a uh, it's interesting, but like so, England for example, they're the forwards that they called up. They called up Jack Grealish, who's terrible. Um, Marcus Rashford got withdrawn through in withdrew through injury. But, you know, he, guess who didn't replace him? Probably good. He didn't replace him. Like, I, some, just some of the things that Gareth yeah. Southgate does doesn't make sense. So, okay. overall, I, right. think, I think he knows who really wants him and where he'll actually succeed. Um, yeah, hopefully, it's, it seems the fans are doing their part to secure him as well. I mean, if you, like you said, if you go on any of his social media, it's literally spam with the American flag. So exactly. uh, I, I think he, he, he's going to be feeling the love right now compared to England. Yeah, he, he, um, he knows who wants him. He knows who wants him. Okay. That's all I'll say. So um, hopefully we put on a good right. display for him. But, yeah, moving on past that, I want to talk to you about all the expected 11 for Granada, and then maybe really we could switch it up into who we expect to play um, 
like who, who's going to play against El Salvador because I think El Salvador okay. will be a little tougher. Uh, just a little background first off, Granada. Uh, these are their recent results. 1-1 versus Barbados. 2-2 versus Barbados. 2-2 um, versus Barbados again. Oh, then they <laughs> lost to St. Lucia. Then they Holy beat St. Lucia. Then they beat La Jorquetera? I don't know how to say these people's names. Who are it's, they playing? It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, who the, I'm not even going to play. Playing the islands. It's, all, it's the islands. It's the islands. Anyway, this should be an easy, 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 easy win for the United States. Um, of course, you never know what could happen. This is the U.S. We lose to Trinidad and Tobago sometimes. But yes, anyway. we do. So I'm going to start reading out my 11, and I kind of want you to just you know say what you say what you think. Say who you think. Okay, right. okay. Actually, first, all right. Do you want me to judge your 11? Hell yeah. Judge my 11. Starting a goal. I have Zach Steffen, and this is my reason. Matt Turner. What? He's not... Oh, my bro. Okay, what? listen, 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 listen. <laughs> why, why are you starting off bad? Starting off bad. You want to let's pick the guy who's actually played games this season over the guy who's only appeared in the Europa League. Nah, nah, nah. You saw that free kick goal Zach Steffen let in <laughs> from like hey, half field. Hey, listen, listen. Just saying. That was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Anyways, it was terrible. But listen, it is what it is. I'd rather pick the guy who's actually played games <laughs> over the guy who hasn't played games. But okay, Go ahead, give me your reasons. I just did. He's played more games. Oh, th- those those are your only reasons. He's played you wanna, more games. So you you want to play the guy who just hasn't played any games? Oh yeah, go ahead. Let's play Matt Turner. Yeah, I mean, yes, I yes, yes, yes. I'm I want not the saying. Guy. He's not saying he's bad. I'm not saying Matt Turner's bad. Obviously, we know how good he is. But I'm just saying yeah. against Granada. Against Granada. Against Granada. Okay, fine. Against Granada, fine. I feel like Thank if you're gonna you. say, oh, it's, if it's Granada, we're gonna play horrible. If it's a World Cup qualifier, you know who I'm putting in. Okay, this but guy is so judgmental. No, so but at the same different. time, though, if you're gonna say if you're gonna undermine Granada like that, just say, "Oh, let's put in Ethan Horvath." Oh, you right. Let's put it. No, let's put it. Let's put it. Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Right, right. Like anybody should just go and goal at that point. I guess. I guess it doesn't. Does it matter who goes and goal? I don't know. Does I it? say this. I say this because I think that Zach Steffen got absolutely screwed with the whole World Cup thing. Do I think he should have played a single minute in the World Cup? No, but he got completely <laughs> screwed. You're telling me. Hey, you want to bring Sean Johnson? Sean Johnson over Zach Steffen, Dude. who's been the most loyal servant ever since <laughs> Tim Howard was not the starting keeper anymore. I don't care. Like, I know he should have not have played, but still. I think that yeah, this will okay. kind of be the game that we can say, hey, we can actually play Zach Steffen. I don't think Ethan Horvath has a long-term <laughs> because future. Because it's Granada. Because it's Granada. I just want to – I think that coming from my standpoint, just you put him back into the team, you just – I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure Matt Turner will start. I'm not not doubting that. But anyway, let's move on. Right back, <laughs> Serginho Des. He's had a terrible season. I will not lie, but he's our best he's right been back. Injured. Yeah, he's been injured. He's also been terrible when he's played. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah. Anyway, uh, since we don't really have any amazing center backs, like let's be honest here, I'm honestly going to say Tim Ream and Miles Robinson are going to both be back there. Uh, I don't really know. I guess you could make a a thing for Mark McKenzie. Maybe uh, to go ahead of Miles Robinson. Uh, okay. no, I, I don't think so. Uh, Anthony Robinson on the left. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious as well. Okay. I mean, I, I, I think, no, no, I think for me, who you got? I think we're going against Granada. I think you just put in everyone who deserves to make a mark on the national team. 
I, I think at right back, you should just keep putting in Brian Reynolds, call him in for a reason, go, go see what he can do on the pitch. Um, center back, of course, have Tim Raymond there. Uh, you want you want a captain to make sure everything's maintained. Good line of confrontation. Um, and then beside him, I want to see Austin Trusty. Um, bring him into the national team. Same with Brian Reynolds. See what he can bring to the table. Um, and then at left back, I think we can put in Joe Scali. I just feel like put in put in some new players. It's Granada. Um, you should not lose at the end of the day. Um, you you should have good enough depth to win. Uh, but of course, keep team keep Tim Ream in there uh, as your captain. Yeah, I say so. Um, also, just want to point out, just I was on Twitter. Uh, Mexico are barely beating. <laughs> They're no, no way. Beating, how do you say it? Sierra, I don't know how to say the name. Sierra Leone? Wait, what? No. Who are they playing what? right now? Shit, oh. we're going to look it up. Mexico. Anyway, uh, I just saw them sky an absolute penalty. This guy that they're saying is better than Pepe, Jimenez. Oh, something. Suriname? Yes. Uh, yeah, so anyway. Sky to absolute penalty. Yes, Mexico won 2 0. Good for them. But this is the guy that they're saying is better than Pepe. He disguised a penalty against them. Yeah. Okay, you're not good. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> let's talk about the midfield. The midfield. Um, okay. I think McKinney and Adams are kind of, you know, they're kind of solid in there. Wait, is Adams even in the squad? I'm no, dumb. he's not. <laughs> I'm an idiot, bro. I wasn't even looking. I just assumed he was. I just assumed he was. I completely forgot. That's my That's bad. fair enough. I mean, that's fair enough. But I... I oh, jeez. Are you, are you sure McKinney's going to play? I think so. I think it's just, he's going to play. Okay. Okay, so uh, I'll say this. Since uh, I'm dumb and forgot Adam's not even in the squad. Uh, McKinney and I think Luca Del Torre is going to come in there. Luca Del Torre has actually been playing very well for Celta. He actually uh, Celta has. De Vigo. Yes, he has. He's kind of asserted himself back in, like into that team. Not back in because he was never in the team in the first place. But now he's actually in there and he's actually creating plays and all that other stuff uh the other person i have in midfield and this is only because in the camp reportedly gio reyna has been playing through the middle so i'll say gio reyna in there really yeah i read that somewhere hopefully it's true if it's not i, I like stupid somewhere <laughs> i mean i i mean i wasn't there i gotta rely on my I, on my sources i really want to see mckinney del Torre, and senora um but I think I think Senora, Senora and Torre. That's the thing, though. I feel like you're bringing these midfielders against Granada, who haven't been given many opportunities to see what they can just do. Let them express themselves, you know. Um, but you also keep a player like Weston McKinney to make sure everything stays solid defensively. Nothing's getting too out of hand. So uh, yeah, I mean, because we already know what Aronson Del Torre. And Musa are bringing it to the table. So are you are you thinking that since we're playing Granada, we should be experimental? Yes, that's bit. exactly how I feel. Okay. I I feel like we like we have to win this game no matter what. I think these players are good enough to go in there and beat them, yeah. uh, beat Granada. So I just feel like why not just be experimental? These guys barely have any caps to their names. Why not let them go out and express themselves? That is fair. I don't think Brendan Aronson should start. Um, he's had an atrocious season, um, besides <laughs> maybe the beginning. Um, yeah. I know I always stand by the fact that I hated the uh, the Leeds move for the Americans. I've always hated it. I mean, 
Yeah, your opinion is actually starting to turn out right. I can't exactly, lie. exactly. Thank you. I mean, obviously, I don't have a lot of people telling me my opinion's wrong um, because we have such a small, small, uh, small following at this moment. But yeah, the uh, whole Leeds United, Leeds America thing, yeah, doesn't work. Out. Yeah, follow our Twitter uh, at FrenchTransPod. Uh, yeah, and I'll tell you because it's a stupid move. It was always stupid. Anyway, uh, so yeah. I mean, I guess so. If we want, if we want to say that since we're playing Granada, uh, and we're under maybe underestimating them, or we are, you know, estimating how good they are. Oh, they're playing like, Barbados, bro. Like, who cares? We need to go okay, in there and enough. win. Fam. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Okay, but now, okay, since so we kind of talked about the midfield, let's go up top. Pulisic is confirmed to start. He's the captain tomorrow, so good for him. He's just returning from injury <laughs> good at Chelsea. For good for him. Good um, for him. Who's Captain gonna start America. up top? Who's gonna start up top? Who's starting up top? I think Pepe. I think Pepe. Okay, Pepe. Pepe at number nine. Okay, I like it. Then on the right, I think you and I both can agree. I think t- uh, Taylor Booth. Taylor Booth. I think Taylor Booth Taylor should Booth. be in there. Taylor Booth. Dude, he's his own chant. He's his own chant. He had. He team. does have it. Yeah, he does have his own chant at Utrecht. They love him there. They have been chanting his name. He's been the team almost revolves around him, honestly, at this point. Um, so I'm just super curious to see who starts up top. Of course, Pulisic. Um, but you can go with anyone at number nine, really. You can go with DK, you can go with Pepe. If you want to go crazy, you can put Gio Reyna at nine. Um uh, I I <laughs> just forgetting that guy. Yeah, but Zidane is on the wing, of course. Um, so I I just don't know what you do. I mean, could you go at a false nine and put Mihalovic there? And then you could put Reyna and Polisic on the wings. But you said he's going to – but you said uh, Polisic can Reyna, play If Reyna doesn't midfield. play in the middle, I would like to see Alan Senora start. Put Gio on the right. But I feel like that's a little bit more strong. Like, I, I, we have no idea. Anthony Hudson could go full out <laughs> strong side tomorrow and we'll just be baffled. Uh, then he could change it up in El Salvador. I don't know. Maybe Anthony Hudson is trying to actually make his case to be the United States national team manager, which I hope he doesn't. But maybe he's trying to. He's going to be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to throw out. Yeah, me neither. I mean, think about it. These lineups that he's been th- like possibly throwing out are actually good. Yeah, why wasn't Greg Berhalter putting out lineups like this? That's my own question. Why, why wasn't Anthony Hudson saying anything? He was his assistant. He was his assistant. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, let's give credit where credit's due. This is actually this is actually giving us a head scratcher in a good way and not in a bad way. Yeah, um, I mean, of course, I, Taylor not, Booth. I don't want Anthony Hudson anywhere near the national team, but I don't know. Maybe he'll change our minds. I highly doubt it. I feel like this is... This is what we kind of expect at our depth chart, honestly. Like, the, this is why we shouldn't be left with head scratchers besides probably Brian Reynolds, where it's like, okay, we know this is our depth. Why is this not continued in the past? So, um, yeah, this is actually a good I, squad. But, no, but, but I mean, that's the thing with our forwards. It's like, you could really go with anyone at this point. I mean, look, getting Ricardo Pepe at number nine, Daryl DK could be so exciting. And, oh, man, I. It's just like there's a difference. There's a difference between like Daryl DK and West Brom or like club level and United United States national team. It's an absolute like whole total like split. I hope. Do, do you think it's because of his injury that afterwards and and the 
experimenting or experiencing the championship could change the way he plays now in the national team setup. I hope so. I think like this recent like spell of form actually like pushes his national team because I like DK. Do not give me. I love DK. Yeah. Like, so just he's that guy that you're just like dang like he could. He's do like it. a better Josie outdoor. Exactly. Exactly. And um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think DK could have a really promising like national team career. He just has to find that. I mean, he's only 22. He's only 22. We have to remember that as well. I mean, that's the benefit of all these players. They're still yeah. super young. Yeah, the the oldest player in the entire thing is Tim Ream. Then after that, it's pretty sure it's Matt Turner who's 20. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was going to say Tim Ream is literally just an outlier. He's just, yeah, he's just, he's going crazy. That must be like <laughs> a weird, like, I don't know how it is. Like That must be like a weird like whole like experience because he's the oldest guy. He's, he's literally a older, father to all these guys. He's older than a lot of these guys by ten years. You know what I mean? Like that. That's he's had like, four cycles. Four cycles. That's crazy. In the he's played through setup. a lot of different managers. Like it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting. But, okay. Okay. All right. Now let's actually say who who we want as the front three tomorrow. Uh. Because we I already said Pulisic starting. Pulisic. I would have put Pulisic on the bench, honestly. I, I, I don't think we just need I don't think we need Pulisic in this game, so I think we should start him. I mean he's our captain, I guess. You know. I was gonna say Tim Ream as captain. I've always thought Tim Ream should be the captain, but you know, I think Pulisic was given the armband because like he's the you know, he's the staple. He's the guy for our future or something like that. Like Kylian Mbappe getting the captaincy for France. I think that's why. Yeah. In some ways, I guess. Okay. Uh, I guess, so, I guess uh, so your front it. three now. Front three is Pulisic, Pepe, and I think Booth should start. Um, but yeah, I think that's who should really be up there. Um, okay. So before we, you know, close out of here, who do you think has kind of got omitted from the squad? Who like, obviously we both. Who's getting these, forecasted out? Or who who got who got basically like you know pretty much hoed. You know what I mean? Like snubbed. <laughs> you couldn't think of a better word. Nope, that was the first word that came to mind. <laughs> who got hoed? Um, that was my first. That's what I say. I don't say who got snubbed. Nah, you got hoed um, when you did it. I think uh, Malik oh, Tillman has a case. I, I think Malik Tillman has a case. I mean, he has he has a case, but I think who I really <laughs> wanted to see come into this is Gaga Salina. Um, of course, they're in there. I think under twenty World Cup right now, but I still want. I don't even care about that. I really just want Gago Salina being involved with the senior national team as much as possible. I really wanted to see him in here. Uh, yeah, I would like. To see I, him too, I literally, but... I'd rather show up to Granada and see uh, Gago Salina starting a goal over Zach Steffen. Like that's just plain simple. That's fair. Uh, another player, I was kind of sad, but obviously he's still trying to even get into this team, is Chris Richards. He's had a mixed time at Crystal yeah, Palace for so yeah. far. When I watched like his full debut against Man United, I actually was like, okay, he's not he's not doing bad. It was like Okay, so you, you were excited. So I, I think was excited. you were excited at the time. I was excited, yeah. of course. I like Chris Richards. He's from the FC Dallas Academy. I've been following his career ever since he left FC Dallas. Like, I want him to succeed. I think he's going to be, like, the future of our center back position. But, he's, you know, he's just struggling to even get into the team right now. But I would have loved to see him in the squad, just kind of see how, you know, how he does. Um, Cameron Carter-Vickers was also left out. Um, uh, this we- for the ESPN, or this website says, uh, interesting, uh, Eric Palmer-Brown was left out. 
He's not good. Don't put him anywhere near there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he should never be even close. Kramer Carter-Vickers is a very interesting omission. I'll say that. I don't know if he's injured or not right now. But like, you know you who I have... really, you know who I really wanted to see in this national team setup? Who? Jordan Morris. Dude. I just. <laughs> Man, you almost spit out your one. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking Pepsi right now. That almost went over my entire oh, iPad. Yeah. No, um, no. Honestly, I, th- I think uh, maybe uh, Tim Weah, but I, I don't actually know his situation right now. So, uh, but then, we don't even. We don't. Pretty sure he's in concussion protocol. Okay. But even that, we don't. We don't even need Tim Weah for this. Yeah. Cycle or not, not cycle, but for the Nations League. So. Yeah, leave him. Leave him out of there. Um. Maybe the other one could be Kellen Acosta, but like I said, I I I'm excited that we're giving opportunity. I think to, the midfield that's players. there right now is better than having Kellen Acosta in there. I so think, Senorita, Cordoso, right, and the other players, right? Yeah, I think they have oh, an sorry. edge over Acosta. Um, obviously, we're gonna see. Uh, so after this cycle, the next one is gonna be in April. It's gonna be USA versus Mexico and Arizona. Don't expect much from from that whole thing. I'll be yeah, honest. we're going to the game, by the way. So, oh right, when my <laughs> finals are. I mean, I could get out of my finals. We'll see. Hopefully, my coach yeah. isn't listening to this. But guys, that is all the time that we have for today. Um, hit us up on Twitter at the Stands Pod or is that yes. our Twitter handle. Yes, so. please give us a follow. We want to hear everything y'all have to say. Respond to us, please. <laughs> uh, also, if you guys uh, respond to one of our tweets or reply to something we say and you delete your tweet, you are a wimp. Uh, speaking of you, all you Austin, <clears throat> Austin fans. fans yep. See, I'm still going to sneak in disses at Austin no matter what. We're not even talking about the MLS right now. And guess what? I'm still going to do Austin, it. how do you lose to Houston 2 No, That's actually crazy. Houston, you did something. Oh, my <laughs> Let's God. Go. I was cheering. I was watching the FC Dallas game, and I was cheering on Houston at the same time. It felt so wrong, but so right at the same time. It feels so good just to shit on Austin. I love it. Oh, he said a bad word. Anybody catch that? <laughs> Alex said a bad word. That's the first. Anyway, guys, that has been from the Stands Pod. We shall catch you guys next time. See you.